0: What's up, everybody, and welcome in to the special Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday. I'm Jonathan Hood. Don't forget to follow along on Twitter and Instagram at WrestlingTWT. Again, that's WrestlingTWT as we review Ring of Honor's latest pay-per-view, best in the world, taking place at the Chesapeake Employers Insurance Arena in Baltimore, Maryland. That has been a building that's held a lot of great events going back to The NWA and other promotions as well. But Sunday, June 11th, Ring of Honor had their first pay-per-view in front of fans in, what, 15, 16 months? It's been a while. And so I want to just be able to give Ring of Honor some shine here because I will tell you about the importance of the promo. The promo was something that really matters to me. It mattered to me when I first became a wrestling fan, and it's the same way in 2021. I know that in the WWE, and probably some AEW as well, from time to time, that promos can be overscripted, overdone. And I just like the raw motion and how wrestlers can be able to tell a story, their own story about the storyline that they're involved in. And I will tell you, more so than AEW, more so than the WWE, Ring of Honor cranks out the best promos in the business. I don't think there is even a question about it. Now, the thing is, is that. To me, it's the best. But does the nation know? Does North America know? Does the world know that Ring of Honor cranks out some of the best action and best promos? And there lies the issue with this company. But aside from that, Ring of Honor has a lot of men and women that are working hard. And the only reason why that I purchased Best in the World on the Fight app, F-I-T-E, the Fight app, is because of the promo. And the best match on this card, and there are a number of them, but the best match on the card for me was Jonathan Gresham against Mike Bennett for the Pure Rules Championship. So ROH, Ring of Honor, has a Pure Championship, and the champion is Jonathan Gresham. And when you first see him, you're like, oh, he's not that big a guy. I mean, he's strong, but he seems like he's pretty much a fire hydrant, right? Jonathan Gresham is one of the best wrestlers in the world. And the Pure Championship really tells a story about how wrestling can be different. It doesn't have to be the same ring the bell, the same type of match, the same moves you see all the time. Jonathan Gresham made Mike Bennett, if you can say that. And I just did. Mike Bennett was a guy that I saw in other promotions, including the WWE, and can never really be able to prove himself. But Mike Bennett showed that he is more than just a joke wrestler in sports entertainment or just another guy. Mike Bennett was able to elevate his game, in which I thought was the best match on the card, the Pure Rules Championship. And so I thought that that was tremendous. But before we even get there to the closing moments of that match, let me tell you how important the spoken word is because just from the beginning, from the beginning uh, watching this card... You had Brian Johnson and P.J. Black used to be in the WWE against the Briscoes. The Briscoes coming off of a crazy matchup where the brothers, Jay and Mark, actually fought each other uh, on their land in Delaware, right? And in the barns and everywhere else, it was just kind of a wild scene. The Briscoes are one of the best tag teams in the business over the last 10 to 15 years, without question. And so... Let's go back in time and hear Brian Johnson. One of the reasons why that I'm attracted to this company is because of the spoken word, Brian Johnson. From the beginning, as this show starts, right? Briscoes are waiting to come out, but here's Brian Johnson and PJ Black are about to take on the best t- tag team that Ring of Honor's ever had, but definitely one of the best tag teams over the last 10 to 15 years.
1: Johnson, as Brian Johnson's been successful as well. This is a team has not teamed, oh god, it's coming towards. Yeah. 17 months, you got a short window, it And <laughs> hey, Brian
2: Johnson get a cheer? It has been 16 long months since Riccobana has had a field impact with you fans, and now we're back, we're back in the world! <laughs> but unfortunately, we gotta do it in this rat-infested crap hole known as carry freaking silking you relic wow the person that sucks the most are those two idiots from sandy fort delaware the briscoe brothers he's too close to sandy fort to be I've saying oh. Kissing their cousin is probably a Briscoe family wow, member. come on. Papa
1: Briscoe's here. Yeah. From the fight on the farm And don't get me
2: started on Mama Briscoe.
1: Uh-uh. Oh, That's no. the only lady
2: I know with enough wrinkles in her face to hold eight days of rain. Oh, wow. come on. But Listen here, you old hag. Just because we blow the roof off this place, you ain't catching raindrops. No, you're going to be catching tears. Because we're going to discipline your boys like they're. He's writing a check, he's not going to be able
1: to cash I'm saying that right now Because right
2: here is the spiritual sensei From South Africa With the bionic leg and the enlightened mind He's been to more countries Than the Briscoes can count to P.J. Black And me I'm just a kid from Philadelphia Crossing you over with my words step over the briscoes this whole damn locker room won't have an answer for me i'm the hottest rising star in this ring and on this mic, i'm untouchable so i am putting the word on notice that i'm the best because i'm the m-e-c-c-a the mecca
1: brian johnson Couple of thoughts about that. We're talking about Mama's happy birthday, Shelley Riccaboni. My mom's her Prince birthday. Sky,
0: boy. <sighs> <sighs> Nothing like a good fresh promo, huh? <laughs> Brian Johnson, he's over with me now. I mean, a Philadelphia guy that was, just kept going on and on and upsetting the people in Baltimore, upsetting the Briscoes. I mean, that's really the essence of professional wrestling. I mean, he's like the new Larry Zabisco. Larry was like that too, just continued going on with uh, terrific promos. So that was a tag team matchup. Uh, the Briscoes end up defeating Brian Johnson and P.J. Black. It's an eight-minute match, pretty solid match there. So, you know, over the years in pro wrestling, there's always been guys that seemingly are destined for greatness, but because they're cut down because of injuries or because of bad promotions or bad bits. Uh, bad angles; they don't get a chance to be able to be the guy. And EC3 has gone through so many injuries. I heard an, inter- um, an interview with him with Chris Jericho about a year ago, and he talked about you know his time in the WWE, the first time where he went through so many injuries, and then of course we saw him in NXT, and we thought, yeah, I mean, EC3 on the NXT roster, the way that they had those, they cut those camera angles. You know, and how EC3 seemed like he was going to be the next NXT champion. And he was immediately called to the main roster. And all of a sudden, he's chasing people for the 24-7 championship. It just never worked for EC3. So he goes to Impact Wrestling. I saw him there. I saw him now at Ring of Honor. He defeated Flip Gordon. And EC3 has gone through it just recently. The man had COVID-19. He also had a bad infection that could have killed him he has uh been through it and back i loved his promos after he left the wwe talking about how you know about how he's got to be his own creative guy and that he was held down by the WWE and now an opportunity for him to shine. So he wins the matchup again. Middle of the card is 11 minute match. I thought it went a little long, uh, for AC3, but he, when he's healthy, he's talented. And I guess he was a babyface in this situation because Flip Gordon doesn't flip anymore. Uh, his nicknames flip and because now he's a heel doesn't need to flip anymore. So I, um, I, I think it's interesting. Let's see if EC three can stay healthy and see if he gets into uh title contention in uh Ring of Honor. We've had Shane Taylor on the podcast. You can go back and look archives of TWT and hear my interview with Shane Taylor from uh Cleveland, Ohio. And I mean, his his bit, his whole thing with Shane Taylor promotions, he's got Moses and Khan. He's got like a um the a team here that has really come through. They are the six-man tag team championships. Boy, you don't hear about six-man tag team championships anymore outside of uh, Japan and Ring of Honor, but they have enough talent, apparently, to have six-man tag team champions. Uh, And they took on Dalton Castle, Eli Isom, and Dak Draper. And Dalton Castle is probably the best I've seen from him since he was Ring of Honor champion. He also has been on this podcast as well. He is wild, just Go into the archives and find my interview with Dalton Castle. I don't know what he was talking about, but I think I made him laugh. I actually made him break character a little bit. So that's a win for me. That's a 10 minute matchup, 11 minute matchup, and Shane Taylor Promotions ends up with the victory. But they look cool, they look dominant. You know, how people look at the NXT uh, scenario with um, what's going on there with a rap group. I, I look at them and say they're good, but I think Shane Taylor and his group, I, I kind of think that they're better because they seem a lot more real. And that's what I look for realism when it comes to pro wrestling. And that distraction <laughs> I we need we it. We it
1: was it. enough to get the challengers maybe on the same page. Todd Sinclair. Here, Gold Castle you. calling orders We're out. I wonder if there's anything to the fact that Dak Draper's wearing pink and Dalton Castle is also. I'm sure they try to look cohesive in a way. And this is exactly what they need to be able to eliminate, to isolate. One, two. One of SOS. Try to wear them down. That's the only way to win. The, the pink peak and the pink peacock, maybe. Hooks the leg. Too. Nice tight cover. That's what you're going to need to do to be con. And the, the pink peacock. Is that not like that? Gonna... Pink peacock hooks the leg, too. Dalton Castle here with wrist control. And that's what it was all about in the pure tournament. And that's how you can beat a man bigger than you. That's a kick there. Staggers Castle charging and caught. T-Ball. That's what's for dinner.
2: Get up. Hit Get up.
1: And Eli Isom and Dak Draper both yelling yeah. to try and pin Khan.
2: Show them what you got.
1: Castle. This is not a showcase. This is the right. championship match. The championship match. And you're letting Khan back into this. This is a dissension that you don't
2: need with
1: anybody, especially wrestling SOS. Pops the hips. Pops him back up. Could be uh, this was big night. Could be his first championship here in Ring of Honor. Well, six man titles on the line. here Ring of cup for East Coleman. Khan in. Wow. So impressive. Look the leg, too! You
2: kidding me? What do you mean, you mean don't like, no. What are you doing? What do you mean, no not What's he what doing? He's getting away.
1: Get out of I'm trying to win. I'm trying to win, bro. This not good. Come no, on, I, Eli. And don't, oh, God, now Dak Till. Oh, Eli, Eli on the outside. Yeah, it's only a matter of time now, Rick and Bonnie. Oh, and Moses with the big right shoulders. And you're not going to win in a fifth fight with Moses. Yeah. Nice drop down there. Leapfrog and a beauty by the 6-7 deck. Draper. Oh,
2: God. Spear.
1: Oh, he's gasping for air. He knocked the yeah. wind out of him.
2: Oh, oh
1: Mary, don't you weep? Don't mourn, because Moses Get the red oh, Jackhammer. Oh, catch the... Oh, collapse his castle. Draper ah, up and over. Oh, no. no. got that knee. He's going to end it down.
0: So Shane Taylor promotion. Shane Taylor himself gets the pinfall there. Uh, he's a very impressive athlete, and I've noticed him the last few years. He's very good, and... Nothing against Hit Row and Isaiah Swerve Scott and Ashante, the Adonis, and Top Dollar and B-Fab. I just think, and nothing against New Day, but I just think realism sells. And also, when you can be able to put that work into the ring, I just think that this group is is very good. So, six-man tag team champions. It reminds me of my old days watching wrestling in the 80s. But these three are a formidable group. And you gotta like it, because they're able to win. And Dalton Castle... A lot of issues with his group they're running into each other and you can hear you can hear you can hear him say show him what you got show him. like he's just such a weird guy Dalton Castle uh so as I mentioned that matchup goes about 10 11 minutes um Josh Woods defeating Silas Young Silas Young the loser Green Bay Packer fan um That was a last-man-standing match. Joshua wins. that was the right guy winning that matchup. Uh, I thought it was good, not great. It was about 13, 14 minutes. Um, I would love for you to go back and see Brody King against Jay Lethal. Brody King against Jay Lethal. The reason why that I like this matchup is Jay Lethal ultimately is Mr. Ring of Honor, right? And we've seen CM Punk there. We've seen Brian Danielson there. We've seen Samoa Joe there. Uh, the list is endless. Tyler Black. The, you know, we've seen so many great wrestlers over the years at Ring of Honor. But it, you'd be hard-pressed to not include Jay Lethal in that Mount Rushmore of all-time greats. He's won every championship I think, a couple times over, except being part of a six-man tag team championship. I mean, he was a heavyweight champion on several occasions, television championship, and I know that in Ring of Honor, it means a whole hell of a lot more than it does with these hot potato championships in AEW and WWE. You become a champion, all of a sudden you have to give it up in a couple months, so you don't really have sustained success. Now, I understand Ring of Honor has a smaller roster, more times than not, but the champions last. Uh, Legacies last in that company. If they put the championship on you, they really believe that you can carry it and be able to draw a crowd, and definitely Jay Lethal has gotten over for years in that company. So, for me to call him Mr. Ring of Honor and for him to lose against Brody King, that match was 10 minutes, and it was a good match, but it was a good match only in this regard. Jay Lethal is not long on the tooth. That guy still has a lot of great wrestling in him, but Brody King is going to be one of the next guys to get a shot at the Ring of Honor Championship. And so, If you go back and watch this match, I'm sure eventually this will be on YouTube, you'll see how a veteran puts over a younger talent and it was excellent. Jay Lethal came in, and he gave gave all of his good stuff, and Brody King's kicking out at one. Or, and then Jay Lethal dives through the ropes four or five times, and Brody King still is on his feet. He's a bigger guy, Brody King, but I just really like that matchup because Jay Lethal put over a young guy that's going to be the next guy for Ring of Honor. He did it perfectly. Um, and, and actually, there was nothing, no dirt on Jay Lethal shoulders. He loses the match, but you respect him because he's one of the all-time greats to ever grace that company. Now, let me get to the eighth match on the card, and this was the best match that Ring of Honor had because it was not just because it was 20 minutes, for the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. Now, the reason why that this is a really, really good matchup for me is because um, the Pure Championship rules are completely different than anything else you see in wrestling. Pure championships. So this championship matchup has rope breaks, right? Three rope breaks. So Gresham gets three rope breaks and Bennett gets three rope breaks. What does that mean? Well, like if Bennett is in a submission hold, right? Where Gresham's got him tied up in like, say, the STF. Well, Mike can reach out to the ropes, but he only has, that's one rope break. Uh, another time where he, there might be a Kimura on him, a, an arm lock that Gresham has on Bennett. If he goes, goes to the ropes, as a second. So you only have three. You go If you have more than three rope breaks, you can get disqualified. So it really adds intrigue, right? It's totally different than anything else that you'll see in pro wrestling. And Jonathan Gresham is perfect for this because he's a wrestler's wrestler. Uh, let's go back in time and hear the closing moments of this one. This was the best match I've ever seen Mike Bennett wrestle. Now, all that with his wife in the WWE was stupidity. His career has just been just okay. I mean, Mike Bennett can wrestle, sure. But he was in a position where he was made by the ROH Pure Champion, Jonathan Gresham.
2: Over
1: twist. Trying to step over. Can he get the leverage over the neck, over the head? Instead it's Bennett who has to go to the ropes. He's only got one left. That's it. That's it for Bennett. They could tap him in the ropes. The
0: third and final over used
1: by Mike Bennett. So he's look at Gresham.
2: 15 minutes he time, 45 minutes remain.
1: Now Gresham's looking like this, but there has to be something inside of Gresham respecting Bennett right now. Bennett's earning our respect in the pure division. And he's been hanging on by a thread. And maybe that shoulder is two at this point. But he's one pile driver away, in my opinion, from changing the course of this match. Can he break the grip on the wrist? That wrist control means everything in wrestling, Rick If I could have your wrist, I could take you wherever I want you to go. I could make your body do whatever I want it to do. He's not letting go of that, that wrist, even though he's getting punched. Because he still has Mike at hand. Shots to the arm that pain radiating through the shoulder that rotator cuff of Mike Bennett Bennett out of rope breaks no close fists at this point in the match now when you go past the 15 minute Mark Rickabine this is where conditioning comes into play especially because the, the matches that are not for the title are only 15 minutes right. so you only prepare for 15 minutes which one's sucking and win both men are in great physical condition at this point but the wear and tear obvious here This is poor pressure back to his feet comes back up. the it's Zagiri Rattles Bennett goes for the waistlock. Looking for the high angle waistlock waist takedown. Instead, it's Gresham. Bennett! Hit him with it twice! Gresham gets the moose on again! Gresham follows him in, goes through the ropes! That's Hell
2: on to him.
1: That's Get hard. him back in. I'm gonna beat you inside, is what he's saying. Look at this oh! Oh, oh, oh! Outside in! He's gonna hit a cops Oh! Powerball. Stacks him! Two! likes better down oh, look at his ankle look at his foot oh. bennett has no place to go nobody can survive this look at the torque i wish they had a
2: camera hang on the torque oh, wow what a victory this is the peer division this is ring of honor this is wrestling this match by submission and still Ring of Honor pure wrestling champion
1: Jonathan Gresham Gresham is now 11-0 in the Ring of Honor pure division we're going to take a look at the replay retains the championship here tonight trapping the leg stepping over 11 and with 11 different methods of victory in the Pure division we 11 finishes, but look at a sign of respect. That's what it's
0: all about. Take a look here at live action. It was an incredible match. It really was an incredible match. 20 minutes, and let me just make a, a little correction when it comes to the rope breaks in Ring of Honor. So if you are done with your three rope breaks, if someone is choking you in the corner and you're holding on to the ropes or whatever, you, there is no five count. You cannot uh, be um, saved by the official. So the rope breaks are interesting and in just the way that they go about the, these matches. It's the best that Bennett's ever been. Jonathan Gresham is the real deal. Again, I was looking at Jonathan Gresham and watching this match, and I was thinking, man... What if Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, returned ROH? He would love to take on these guys. Could you imagine Daniel Bryan or the one I saw, Bryan Danielson, who I paid for uh, when Ring of Honor came to Chicago? Man, could you imagine Daniel Bryan leaving the WWE and to take on Jonathan Gresham, to take on Jay Lethal, to take on Silas Young, Flip Gordon, to take on Dan Housen, to take on Dragon Lee, who defeated Tony Deppen. Either one of those two. Brian Danielson against Tony Deppen. That was a hell of a match, too. It was a little short. You could tell Ring of Honor was running low on, on pay-per-view time. Old school, man. Like, if it's three hours, it's three hours. It was a little old school, but they got all their pay-per-view in. But that also was a great match. Dragon Lee's the new television champion. Uh and so taking on Tony Deppen. I'd love to see them wrestle another ten times. Is that good? Um we also saw a tag team matchup, uh fight without honor with the foundation. Gresham had to wrestle again along with Rec Titus and Chris Dickinson and Homicide won the ROH tag team championship. So a lot of um a lot of belts changing hands uh, on this card for the fans that were in attendance in Baltimore. So they were able to see multiple title changes, including the RRH World Championship. Roosh, spelled like Rush, Roosh was the champion. He got defeated by Bandito. It was uh, quite the story. It was a 16-minute matchup. And as you watch the ebb and flow of the match, as Roosh was not going all in to be able to defeat Bandito, you could just tell that it was going to be some kind of change because Roosh is a better wrestler than that. It was a lot of showboating. I didn't know if I was watching Andrade or Roosh, quite frankly, because there was a lot of showboating. There was some hard hits and there was some action. It wasn't a bad match, but Bandido, they put the title on him. Here are the closing moments of that one.
1: Off his feet. Oh, and into the inside. Great move by Bandito! Yeah, that was the best. Right there there. The super kick staggers Roosh. Roosh held on. Roosh knows what the landing is about. Oh! That's what you call a sacrificial lamb. One shot And I don't know who got the worst end of that Caprice. That's what it was it's a it's a I hate to say this word. It's like a last shot suicidal shot. It's like I'm giving it everything I have. Either this is gonna work for me or it's not. And he's at the very least slowed down Roosh, but at what cost? At what cost has he slowed down El Toro Blanco? The cost is to get things on an even playing field, where it's anybody's ball game. Where both men are hurt, and it has to have heart to come in. This is where you test the Roosh. This is where. This, and it's Roosh, though. Oh, but he's in pain. That's what I'm saying. You wonder if he means or not. Benito hears this, and we're at fifteen to twenty count would result in a double count-out! 17! We're at 17! 18! We're at 18! Bandito!
2: 19!
1: We're at 19! Bandito breaks the count! Wow! Bandito breaks the count! You can see Bandito's ribs, you can see the lacerations from the table. Bandito, the wear and tear! He couldn't quite get all the color, allows Woosh to get back to his feet and just knocked out Bandito, but he spent two at this point, Caprice. so he's still in the fight. Three. We're at the standing 10 count once again. Four. There's got to be a point to where Bandito is showing roost that he's not going anywhere to where it frustrates the champion. This is where the champion's going to have Seven. to dig deep, Rickabani. And the 10 count, Todd Sinclair says both men have sufficiently answered the 10 count here. This match will resume. Bandito, first man back up to his feet. Forearm delivers, connecting on the jaw. But it's oh. not afraid to go to the head. Not afraid to go the head. He's dragging drag. him by his hair. disrespectful and dangerous. Reckless. Oh, God. And careless, that. careless. You're trapping the head. But this is what is brought out in matches like this, Caprice. The world title, the richest prize. You're, if you're the champ, you make the most money. You're the champ, you're on the posters. You get the accolades. This is what it's all about at Best in the World. He does stuff like this, reckless. Wow. Wow. Could be it! Two! Took count there. That's what I mean, Rickabani. He does stuff like this with reckless abandon, pulling you by the hair, and then he rips off one of the most beautiful suplexes, beautiful moves, beautiful impacts that he can because he can do it all. Now, trying to will Bandito back into this match. Bandito's still moving. Oh, beautiful kick. Rickabani, he's in a bad place. And I've ba- seen this. And Bandito's a bad man.
2: You've got him. That's it. Cover him. you got to cover him, Bandito. Find him and, him. him and cover him. Find him and cover him. Find him and cover him. How is he standing back up? The cards are shuffled. The Brickle deck is down. 21 players. The dealer. New, New champion. champion. New champion. Oh.
1: Are me? We just about got the mask off, Bandito. It's a distraction. He ripped it off, but Bandito would rather protect his identity. Wait a minute, what? What? He got him! He got him! He got him! He got him.
2: New champion! New champion! Bandito wins! Bandito wins! New champion! He just beat Bruce. Are you kidding me? Ripped the-
0: So there it was, a roll-up, and Bandito defeats Roosh for the Ring of Honor World's Championship. Really, really, I thought, pretty solid matchup. 16 minutes, and Bandito comes out of nowhere. Seems like a fluke, right? There's a roll-up, but Roosh was too cocky throughout the match. That was the story, and Bandito becomes the champion. So I thought that this was, at the very worst, a B-plus pay-per-view. I liked what I saw here. And it just goes to show you once again, and, and I should say as an aside, that there was an announcement of a Ring of Honor women's tournament. And Chelsea Green was there, uh, formerly uh, a TNA or Impact Wrestling star. And now, she, even though she has a broken arm, she won't be Im- involved in the tournament. But that was kind of like the reveal, the surprise, that Chelsea Green will be part of the Ring of Honor women's um, division. So, that's cool. So, I guess my ultimate point was is that when you take a look up and down in this card and you see the stars that are a part of this Best in the World, it's going to show you no matter if you're watching wrestling on Mondays, Tuesdays, or Wednesdays, or Thursdays, if you have the opportunity to see back Wrestling on uh, Access TV. Point is, is, there's wrestling talent all over the world. And in this company, there's a mixture of veterans and young wrestlers, or those that were in a promotion, and now they're looking to be able to have an outlet. These guys are really good, and they busted their ass in this pay-per-view, so I just want to give them credit. But the only reason why I purchased it is because of the spoken word. When I saw Mike Bennett and Jonathan Gresham's um, their promo leading into this, I said, you know what? I'm going to order this and I'm, they're going to get my business because every time I go through my Twitter feed at Wrestling TWT, Ring of Honor has these two and three minute production pieces where one wrestler or a tag team tells their story. And that's a great way to be able to get your story out there. And it, su- it sucks me every time. I'm a sucker for a great promo. And Ring of Honor definitely provided that uh, in a big way. Now, aside from this, I've said this, I haven't said this recently, but I'll say this again about Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, this company could be AEW, could have been AEW. Because the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes and a number of other stars on AEW used to be on the ROH brand. And imagine if, just what if, Ring of Honor had their shit together and had themselves in a good Solid TV deal. They are on all the Sinclair television stations. Like I have friends of mine that can see Ring of Honor every week. I'm in Chicago, and I can't see Ring of Honor as far as being on a regular television show. I can see MLW. I can see the WWE. I can see AEW. Uh, but I cannot see Ring of Honor. When I go out of town, when I go to Michigan, I was just recently in Milwaukee to watch the Cubs game. They had all kind of promos about Ring of Honor uh, uh, as far as uh, in Milwaukee. Uh, and it's not like Ring of Honor doesn't come to Chicago. They've been here before, and they've been in the Midwest and all that. Uh, when I go out of town to Michigan, there's all kind of Ring of Honor uh, coverage and promos and you know, television commercials for Ring of Honor. But it, this company deserves more than Sinclair Television. And imagine if Ring of Honor would invest in themselves, You could say, well, there could be a strong third, or you could say there'd be a strong fourth promotion. Uh, You could say there's a strong fifth or sixth promotion in, uh, in the world, or sixth, whatever it is. It's a top 10 promotion, but it'd be much better than that if they invested in themselves, and there's the rub, right? Ring of Honor should be able to have some kind of television where everyone can see. Yes, they have their Honor Club, and they have. but all I heard up and down the line, people bitching about the Honor Club and how they couldn't watch the first couple of matches. Dave Meltzer, in his review, and we're not going to play it here, but Dave Meltzer in his review say, I couldn't get the first matches. He said, well, I saw, I think he said the first match he saw was like Brody King and Jay Lethal. Well, that's the seventh match of the card. You know, he said and he saw some of the pre-show, but then couldn't get because of their streaming issues. And so Ring of Honor would be well served before their doors close for them to be able to be in a much better television situation or an additional situation TV wise, along with Sinclair. Being exclusive to Sinclair does not tell the full story of how many people could be watching this program on a weekly basis. It didn't have to be Monday through Friday either. This could be a Saturday morning. This could be a Saturday night. This could be a Sunday morning show for everyone to watch because there's a lot of wrestling on TV. But this is a very unique show. Apparently the show that they run every week is just an hour. Well, there's a lot of action in that hour. And I know there's a lot of promos. And I think that their broadcast team of Rick Abani uh, and Caprice Coleman, very good. Extremely good. Very entertaining. They weren't they weren't so over the top that they were annoying. They were giving context breakdown. Uh, Coleman is a up and coming color analyst. I think he's very good. Rickabani is underrated. He's very good at what he does. Uh, you could tell he loves the company. You know, you could tell he loves Carrie Silken and being a broadcaster for Ring of Honor. But again, it needs to be showcased more. And not just a YouTube show, not just Sid Claire, but I, if I'm Sid Claire or if I'm the top of Ring of Honor, I go, you know, this is good, but we can be able to be connected to someone. And whether that's WGN America whether that is uh, the Marquee Network, whatever it is, they need to be connected to someone else so other people can be able to see this product. Imagine if Ring of Honor was away from just their Honor Club and just away from Fight TV. That's how I was able to get this pay-per-view. I had no glitches, by the way, on Fight TV. But the point is, though, is that Ring of Honor could be right after AEW. Because MLW is still going to emerge here this fall, and they are searching for even more television exposure. But imagine Ring of Honor being able to travel from Baltimore to Chicago in and in, in all points in between. Not having to go national, but just an East Coast to Midwest promotion. Imagine if they started there and then be able to have their TV. They don't have to be in California and Oregon, and they don't have to do all that. But just to start off with, being in certain buildings that they've had a relationship with and build their company. Now, again, I purchased this because I saw the promos. But imagine if I'm hooked in every week, an hour program, right? Just for an hour program and people saying, okay, I, can't, I want to see more. Well, demand would have them be a two-hour program. But one-hour program on a destination, on a, a dedicated time outside of the, syndic- the, uh, the, uh, sin- the Sinclair television. And again, I don't get Sinclair television on my uh, cable service. So when they come to Chicago, no wonder the crowds are so bad because of the lack of awareness. So, uh, I mean, Impact Wrestling, uh, has better awareness and has three hours of television time. Two hours of their actual show and a flashback show on Thursday. So they have a three-hour block, seven to ten a uh, seven to ten p.m. Central Time every Thursday night. Imagine if Ring of Honor had that. Don't forget to follow along on Twitter and Instagram at Wrestling Two. I just got through doing a almost ninety-minute. Uh, Show on Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, a celebration of his life. Uh, We'll have more coming up here on TWT, including Money in the Bank for the WWE. That's coming up right around the corner. Uh, And the WWE will be out of that uh, Thunderdome, so they'll be on the road. AEW is, boy, they have gotten off to a terrific start. Over a million people watching AEW wrestling uh, against the NBA Finals. Right. I mean, I I just think that, you know, with the Suns and the Bucks as good as that NBA finals is now tied at two, f- just for AW2 to reach a million plus a fo- uh, uh, a million plus viewers on TNT uh, and probably the replays on DVR, that's pretty solid for them. So that's uh, and it'll be more than that, especially as the week goes on, because all those numbers count for the next six, seven days. But hats off to them that they were able to get a million people watching. Uh, And then for the NXT show, something like seven or eight hundred thousand. So that's just a win win in the middle of the week for wrestling. Triple H has to be happy with that number. And I know Tony Khan's happy with his number from AEW as well. So wrestling's in a good spot. But I also wonder and I'm concerned about the MLWs, the Ring of Honors, the New Japans, especially in North America, uh, the independents. I'm concerned about all of wrestling because it's more than just two promotions. It's just the, um, really the health of wrestling in general. When I watch Ring of Honor, I know that the sport is in good hands because there's so many really solid men and women outside of those two other promotions that are doing well. I'm Jonathan Hood. Make sure you catch the next Tuesday Wrestling Tuesday with me right here.